The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter, but that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Sopan Deb. Sopan is a culture writer for the New York Times. Sopan sat down with me at the Magnet Theater on Valentine's Day and shared the story of his worst Valentine's Day. Then, we both shared stories of failed high school dating, playing songs for crushes, and giving bad gifts. How's it going? Good. I feel very... Uh... I I have a total of zero Grand Slam moth wins. Yeah, well, or any moth or any <laughs> moth like attempts. Yeah, I feel very under qualified to be <laughs> like I should have gone first. I think. Like, okay, next time we'll do. We'll yeah, switch. please, if you don't mind. <laughs> no, I mean, I think. I mean, I've seen you tell stories before. You got you got good stories in you. I mean, not that good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's professional level. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> but you're a professional writer. You, 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 okay, if you want to, we give a write-off. That's right, a great well, podcast. You yeah, know? Just, <laughs> so Pan is we'll, writing we'll right now. We'll just write out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you write for the next 20 <laughs> minutes, and then we'll read it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, yeah. Did, so what story did you bring here tonight to talk about? Um, oh. <laughs> no, I'm just... I was actually... I thought about all day how... What, what I wanted, wanted... What story I wanted to tell. Yeah. And... So I had to be sensitive because there were like certain like Valentine's Day stories that I didn't want to like, you know, talk about publicly because like what if an ex like yeah. hears it, right? <laughs> like, is, is here at the show. Or is here at the show, <laughs> right. No, uh, but I did manage to think of the worst Valentine's Day I've ever had in my life. And it was about five years ago. Um, uh, I had a college girlfriend whose uh, name is Michelle, and I can say her name because we're actually pretty good friends now, so like, okay. it's fine now. <laughs> um, uh, she was like kind of my first very serious relationship coming out of college, and we dated for like two, three years, and um, after college, I was unemployed, and she was not. And the thing about that, that puts you on two different paths when you're 21 22 years old yeah because she's building her life right she's she's she like has her friends and she's living in new york city and i'm living at home (laughs) and like i'm living with my mother you know and and she's going out to happy hour and i can't afford happy hour and so um after about six months uh you know of being unemployed finally i land a job and my one of my first jobs out of college was that i was a producer for uh, uh an nbc show called rock center with brian williams okay and yeah. um if you haven't heard of it don't worry nobody nobody else in america watched it so it was canceled yeah, after know, like two I know years it existed, but i never watched it so yeah well, thank you thank you i appreciate <laughs> it It was on my radar yeah i'm sure it was <laughs> i'm sure it was uh and but i got when i got the job when it was um untitled brian williams magazine show yeah and and so I finally got the job after six months and I called her. I was living in New Jersey at the time. I said, I said, Michelle, I am, uh, I finally got the job. I'm going to take the bus into New York and I'm going to take you out for dinner. And now we can get back to the love and happiness we had in our first two years of being together. She's like, okay, great. Take the bus in two hours. Uh, take the subway to the Upper East Side, walk into her apartment. And I open the door and she says, it's just not the same. <laughs> now that's actually wasn't the Valentine's Day thing. Okay. okay. So this so is this not... is like in like September. 
Okay. And then we break up. I'm heartbroken because it's my first year's relationships. I'm young and I think I'm never going to find love again. And yeah. that's the end of the world. And we kind of are in keeping in touch because she's being kind of kind of pitying me. She's like, no, let's be friends. You're very important to me and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, at this time that we broke up, uh, she had founded this nonprofit to help bring education to uh, poor students in Africa. So she already had kind of a moral high ground over me. Yeah, like, she's like, like a lot you, better she, than you as a person. Right, like she <laughs> breaks up with me, breaks up with me in kind of a crappy way, but also like maintains like what, what can I say to that? Like yeah, starts this she amazing. has a shield, <laughs> yeah. right? She has a shield. So she she has a shield. Like you know, yeah, it's not the same anymore. But I by the way, I have this nonprofit I'm starting. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> so, so, um, but I, you know, was very heartbroken. I really wanted to get back together with her. But after a couple of months, she said, um, I began to like, okay, I guess, you know, I have to let her go, right? I have to like, it's time to let her yeah. live her life. But she's having a launch party for her, um, for her, uh, for her nonprofit. It's called the, which was called the Unlock Foundation, and it was on Valentine's Day. And she invited me to come, and I was like, okay, well, this is my going to be my first goodwill gesture as uh, an ex-boyfriend is to come support her at this thing that's very important to her. Yeah, like I'm going to be the bigger man and right, show exactly, up. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I also lack attention to detail, which is a horrible um, trait to have as a journalist. Like just the worst. <laughs> it's just like, it's a horrible, you know, it's, it's, I'm actually not sure why I'm employed. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, <laughs> anyway, so um, what I do is I go to Magnolia and there's a Magnolia uh, bakery right underneath Rock Center, which is where NBC's based. Yeah, yeah. And I just go, hey, I gotta, I gotta buy some cupcakes. Can you just give me like six cupcakes? And I didn't. They're like, what do you want? What kind do you want? I was like, I don't know, just like six cupcakes. It's Valentine's Day, and I'm at Magnolia Bakery, and I asked them to just give me six cupcakes, and they do. And uh, Michelle goes, uh, yeah, hey, like the uh, thing is nearby my apartment. If you wanted to swing by, and then we can go over together, that'd be fine. So I do that, and I give her the cupcakes, and uh, she opens them up. She kind of gives a really weird look, closes them, gives me another really strange look, and we go to the party, and then she doesn't talk to me for the rest of the night. <laughs> this is on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and it was kind of weird. So I'm in a corner, the ex-boyfriend, who doesn't have anyone to talk to. And yeah, then, you probably know nobody else. And we don't talk thing, for like... days. So it was kind of weird. And I found out it's because I should have paid attention to details, and all the cupcakes said, like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're my sweetheart. Oh. <laughs> You know, like, like, and I didn't know. I never looked. I yeah, didn't ask were, for details. They were like the candy hearts of cupcakes. Right? Like they yeah. just like and she told me a long time later, and we didn't talk for a long time after. She told me that she felt really uncomfortable because <laughs> she felt like I wasn't getting the point that we broke up. And that, to this day, is the worst Valentine's Day I've ever had. Yeah, so she thought that was like, this is the grand romantic gesture to get me back. Like, yeah, that's what she thought. That's exactly what she thought. Right, right, right. Oh, man. That's pretty bad. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Tell me about it. So, so like, so the, and that was your first like major kind of serious relationships. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, I you know there are a couple like you know aim dates dating. Yeah, in yeah, high yeah. school. You know where like you're I putting profile, like you're putting song lyrics like in your profile yeah. ded and dedicating them to your like. Yeah, that was like subtweeting for yeah, AM that was, and messaging. Yeah, like for me, like Dave Matthews Band lyrics were a oh, yeah. big, you know, crush, crash, crash into me was like a big, yeah. you know, <laughs> was like a big thing for me, man. 
Yeah, I was. Mine still was like, is, but I don't have an aim profile anymore. Yeah, you can't. You can't like put it out there quite as right. overtly. <laughs> right. Especially because like there are lyrics in the song that are like hike up your skirt a yeah, little more. Yeah, I didn't realize at the time. Like, oh my god, Crash is about a pervert. Oh, <laughs> oh. My my college girlfriend specifically with that song, that line, the hike up your skirt and show the world to me. Yeah, right. right. She had this joke that she wanted to get a the earth under on the top of her leg. Yeah. So it would be like hype, hype, hike up my skirt and there'd be the glow, like the earth would just be there and right. it would just be a, an intricate joke. Right. By the way, uh, <laughs> the, your podcast listeners can't see this, but you're wearing a plaid shirt and jeans. Like if you wanted to dress up for, as Dave Matthews for Halloween, like you're, yeah, this is, you're it right here. This I'm, is the... And this is literally how I dress every day. So I'm always <laughs> ready to be Dave Matthews if somebody right. is... Right. If somebody calls. Right. <laughs> yeah, my big, my like high school uh, band was like Death Cab for Cutie. That sure. was my, yeah. What was that cover they did of Iron and Wine? Um, uh, Such Great Heights. Such, Such Great Heights. Well, yeah, that yeah. was, well, yeah, that was the Postal Service. Yeah, which was like yeah. Ben oh, Gibbards. No, yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I You're get okay. all those yeah, that was, white bands. Yeah, and it was the same confused. guy. It's literally the same singer. It's just his <laughs> other band. So. Wait, is that true? Yeah, it's Ben Gibbards. Wait, so Death ben Cab Gibbard. for Cutie is the same singer as? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe you should service. be the culture writer, and I should be. No, you know. Okay, this is this Jesus. is my audition. Uh, okay. No, well, I mean, I just love him, so I know a lot about him. But that was like, and the whole reason they were called the postal service is him and this other guy were like sending mm. their stuff back and forth through the mail. That was wow. like their yeah. Interesting. That was okay. this is if you didn't know this in early two thousands, this is right. like trivia that you can use now that is not relevant anymore <laughs> right. because they're no longer a band. Um, and I'm sure nobody, probably most of the people don't know who the Postal Actually, Service is. Actually, the verse is. in that song, uh, what's okay. the verse in the song that everyone had their aim profiles back then in that Such Great Heights song? Um, uh, if, if there's a, it's like the chorus of the song, or maybe it's the verse, I can't remember now. Uh, uh, well, there's like, they will see the us. The first verse. Uh, oh. Da, da, da. oh, God, this is the worst podcast guesting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, your yeah, eyes yeah, are mirror right. images, and when we kiss, they're perfectly aligned. Right, right. There are, there are lots of there are lots of thirty-something-year-olds that are that are loving this, right now. that are just loving everything yeah. that happened. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we. When did you graduate high school? Uh, I was graduate two thousand six. Yeah, I was two thousand seven. Yeah. So wait till we talk about the Good Charlotte part of this podcast. Oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> I have very little connection to good. This is turning into a music podcast now. <laughs> but it's all like love song. I don't know. There's a real. I feel like I, I especially Valentine's Day. It's like very tied to music to me. I feel like it's a yeah, yeah, like sure. I mean, I for me, I wrote. So I actually have been playing piano my whole life. Oh, really? And I actually uh, initially like I was going to go to Berkeley College of Music to play the piano. And so okay. when I was in like middle school and high school, I wrote music. I wrote songs. I thought I'd be the next like Ben Folds, Elton. You're also dressed like Ben Folds, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and I'm a big, like, <laughs> just a, like, I'm a big Ben Folds fan, <laughs> or I was at the time. That was like my college. Like you had the glasses for Ben yeah. Folds, like if you wanted to. <laughs> Um, so like, um, there was a girl I aim dated in high school, yeah. uh, <laughs> who I'm also now friends with and I wrote, uh, her, she was a gymnast and, um, and <laughs> she, well, she was a gymnast in the way you are a gymnast when you're 15, but not like good at it. Like you're not, you know, you're, you're, you, you know, she wasn't going to go to like, yeah, she wasn't going to the Olympics professional level yeah, gymnast at 15. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. a professional level gymnast, yeah. but I was like, I never even saw her be a gymnast. I was awed by the fact that she was a gymnast. So I wrote a song about her. Uh, called The Stranger and the Gymnast. I'm the stranger <laughs> in this particular... 
and and it actually had a very similar cadence to um, a Vanessa Carlton song, uh, um, a Thousand Miles. Yes, thank yeah. you. That's the one. I mean, how many Vanessa Carlton songs are there? I know that was yeah. <laughs> There's two. That's fair. Three. That's, yeah. Three. There's one about called White Houses, which is about losing your. Oh routine. yes. Yeah. That's right. a yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is taking a detour. Um, but yeah, so I wrote a song. So you wrote about the song. Her. Do you remember any of the lyrics to this song? Uh, yeah, I actually remember the chorus. Um, <laughs> uh, then the stranger kissed the gymnast, <laughs> and they said love was fulfilled. That well, and like then I don't remember the rest. I, I, it's not that I'm being evasive. It's just yeah. that I have no shame, and I don't remember the rest of the. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. Yeah, you blocked it out because yeah. it was such a. Well, so did she. So, like, yeah, I was gonna say. So when did you like? Did you like sit her down and was like, I have to play this for you? Yeah. Or did you record it or like? Oh, send- I recorded it. Okay, so you recorded oh, it. Oh yeah, sent there it to is. Her? If I ever run for president, okay. <laughs> if I'm ever like you know, if I if if Kamala Harris fails yeah. and I become the first Indian like to run for president, like. There is a recording somewhere yeah. of Stranger in the Gymnast by Sopan Depp that will immediately, like, the people will be like, bring back Bobby Jindal. Like, like please, immediately. This is uh, embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a recording. Uh, there's another one I wrote. This is uh, for uh, another AIM girlfriend. Um, I like it. This is so, because I definitely have that too, but it's just so funny how you say it, and it, I understand exactly what you're talking about, even though it's <laughs> such a specific... She, um, she was very religious, Okay. and I wasn't. I wasn't religious. I grew up agnostic, and um, uh, one of my favorite jokes I heard from a stand-up comic, I can't remember who it was, was, like, I'm agnostic, you know, just in case. And, um, and, uh, <laughs> and this girl was very, very uh, religious, and she once said to me, I don't know if we can get married uh, because, um, you know, you don't believe in Jesus Christ. Now, we were in eighth grade at the yeah, time, that, yeah. right? So, I, you know, I was like, okay. But I wrote this song, and it was called... And I'm, I'm very embarrassed to say this, but it was called Delusions of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy thing about it is that it like the lyrics of it had like nothing to do with Jesus. I don't even mention Jesus at all. It was just about a guy who like goes on this trek through the desert, and I wrote it for her, thinking that she'd really like it. <laughs> and it's actually a pretty good song. It's just titled improperly. Yeah. <laughs> and I played it for her, and she started crying. And to this day, I don't know if it was because she loved the song or that she hated it <laughs> so much. You know, like I have really no mo- idea. It made her question her religion, and then she was like, what, yeah. what am I doing? Right. Well, we broke up soon after. <laughs> so and it seems then, like the song might have been. <laughs> well, actually, and, the, and a week later, she started dating. This, was, this is now in ninth grade. She started, no, uh, yeah, yeah, in like the beginning of ninth grade. Like, she started dating who was someone who was my best friend at the time. Oh, okay. And they recently had a kid together. Like Ooh. that, they've been together since they. So were, it worked. Yeah, I was like the matchmaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in this particular <laughs> instance. Oh man, I so I had a, this. Is my music themed high school relationship was like my only real Did relationship. You play an instrument? I played guitar, but like not that well, which yeah. is still true which today. Which is like high school for everybody. Yeah, right? you could just like pick up a guitar and yeah. play some stuff right. and. The bar is low to write music for a girl in high school. As yeah, I, as I found out, and I don't think I ever. I definitely, like, the girl that I brought up at the beginning of the show, at one point, she's the one who got me really into Death Cab for Cutie, and at one point I play, I learned how to play A Lack of Color uh, by Death Cab for Cutie and played it for her, and then the other song I learned how to play for her, do you know Damien Rice? Yeah, Cave? Yeah. So Cave's I, a jam. I yeah. learned how to play The Blower's Daughter, which was like, oh man, what a song. <laughs> Go look it up after if you haven't <laughs> heard it. 
but I learned how to play that. But like my one actual girlfriend that I dated in high school, we dated for like a month. Uh, she was new to the school. By the way, hold on. You say a month, but a month in high school is it's actually a, lot, a long time. A long time. But now That's looking like back on it now, I was like, oh, that was nothing. But it was in the in the moment. It was right. So long, and it was the only relationship. So for me, I yeah, was like, this, right, is this is forever. <laughs> but she, she was like new to the school. Yeah, right. And um, so I felt like, oh, I got this tip. Like we were in gym class together and sat next to each other in gym class during attendance. And we started going out. And I was like, oh, I found this new cool girl before anybody else did. And But I'd never dated anybody before. And I didn't know how, like what goes into mm-hmm. that. And yeah. her birthday was like. Do you know now what goes into it? Yeah. I'm Ish. a little better. I, got, I figured some things out. Yeah. But at the time, I was just going right, and her. I think the one of the hard parts that came. Her birthday was three month, three weeks after we started dating, so right. it was like all of a sudden high stakes, real quick, right? Yeah, but in high school, it's not though. But three weeks is but, a long time in high school. But I was like, oh, I got to make this birthday good, right? It's like all of a sudden coming up, and yeah. it was yeah, it was a long time, and so we lived in New Jersey, and I bought tickets to go see a concert in New York City. What uh, concert? Uh, G Love and Special Sauce. Sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So G Love and Special Sauce, and I By believe the way, we should spend the rest of the podcast just calling out our favorite bands to get applause from the audience. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Katy Perry. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, uh, so that didn't work out. We got oh booze. man! Did someone just boo Katy yeah. Perry? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have her on the top of my list, but. Uh, so so anyway, we buy these. I buy these tickets, and I like. I'm a yeah, I'm a live music person. I love going to live music yeah, and absolutely. seeing the concert and like taking it in. And we get to this concert, and again, we're this new couple that is also a long couple, but like it's new and it's exciting. And we're out in New York City for the first time together. It's a great date. Yeah, like, it's a really good going date. Out New York I City? bought these tickets. Yeah. We went to took it's a, a train date. in. So I'm like feeling pretty good about how things are going. We get to the concert. Uh, Mark Broussard was opening. If you know Mark Broussard, he's a Less, lesser known. Uh, but so, and during that, she was like making out with me a lot during that set. Humble brag. And, <laughs> and I am not, I am not good at making out in public. Like I freak out. Like no, I am this just is a, in. This is a humble brag. This is, no, this is. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but I get so anxious. I'm not, I'm not good at making out. I was just doing it in the best because date ever in New York City <laughs> in high school. But I didn't like it. I wasn't good but at I it. But I hated it, but I had to do it. Uh, and during Mark Broussard, I was like, whatever, I don't care. But then, Peak makeout time. But then, yeah, and then G-Love comes out, and I want to watch the concert, and she just keeps trying to make out with me, and I'm so panicked. I don't know how to vocalize, like, hey, I'm enjoying making out, but I really want to watch this concert that I paid all this money to go to. <laughs> and the other thing that had happened is when G-Love started this, like, parent and their two young children were standing right behind us. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like opening out of the corner of my eye and just well, seeing these kids looking at us making out. And I was... All right. Let's remember that those two young children are not too far off from you. High school, yeah, right? but I I mean, I'm still so uncomfortable. I just hate every. I hate everything that's happening. The first Valentine's Day I ever celebrated was in eighth grade. Um, yes. Her name was Sharon Courtenhouse. I'm okay saying her name because we're cool now, too. You uh, have a good relationship yeah. with all your Valentine's No, just those two. Oh, okay. <laughs> just those two. Um, Sharon Courtenhouse, uh, she was my first kiss. Um, and we also started dating on AIM. And uh, she lived... <laughs> <laughs> she, she, um, she, uh, we, after we started dating and after two months we had our first hug. Whoa. Um, yeah. We had our, we had our first hug and it was like one of those, like, you know, you extend the arms as far as humanly <laughs> possible type hug. And, um, after two months and like a week we're sitting in my basement and we look over at each other 
and we say, uh, I look at her and she looks at me and I say, hey, why don't we kiss? And <laughs> we've never kissed anyone. Yeah. She goes, oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. And she had braces. Okay. And neither of us like knew what we were yeah, doing. How to, yeah. And like we lean in for it and like you just hear a clank. <laughs> like a clank, like and it was like the worst kiss ever. And and the thing about it was like Valentine's Day was around that time. And I am a romantic. Yeah. But like when you're a romantic in eighth grade, you don't know how to like um you don't know how to like be how how to like manifest that. And so I go what I got her was um, a Ray Romano live album. <laughs> I don't know why. She never once mentioned Ray Romano to me. <laughs> there was never a conversation about Ray Romano. Like, I I just, like, it and looked I, cool at Barnes & Noble. Like, they were selling this Roman. Yeah. And, like, I got her a dead flower because they didn't know what a, one that was alive looked like. <laughs> so you meant to get a a live flower and yeah. you just bought one that was dead. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> and then we we also AIM broke up soon after that. Man, it's all of it happens on AIM, yeah. right? <laughs> Nowadays. Yeah. Well, now that's how it happened. I feel like, yeah, that girl and I, shortly after that concert, we broke up over AIM. Yeah, right. So that's how it happened. What was your worst Valentine's Day? Uh, I don't know because I, I like never do anything on Valentine's Day because it feels like a dangerous... <laughs> Holiday. I remember. So you can't win if you don't play. Yeah. When when I was in college, my college girlfriend, she. I I went to school in Boston, and she. Where? Uh, Northeastern. Oh, I went to BU. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Boston people. Uh, hello. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we'll just get into cheers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I and my girlfriend went to UMass. Really? Yeah. And I remember. For Valentine's Day, we'd like my whole freshman year, I'd just be going to UMass or she'd be coming to Boston. I met nobody. I made no friends because I was just going to UMass all the time. And for Valentine's Day, I I bought her a piece of art, like an an art like on the wall from Target that I found that we were at Target a few weeks before and she liked it and I like spotted it and was like, Oh, Valentine's Day gift right there. Cause I was like, roses are stupid. This is thing is I mean, that's not a bad gift because it like could have been a Banksy. You just don't know it. Yeah, it definitely was like, not. Uh, you know, like how would you know, right? Yeah, it that's was just something Banksy <laughs> would do. Like put yeah, something I guess, in a yeah. You find out that he's been like giving Target <laughs> art for years and this right. thing's worth thousands of dollars. It was like some flower. Honey, it this was, is a honey. This is a Banksy. <laughs> this is a potential how Banksy. Would you know otherwise? Hang on to it. You right. can't refute that it's not. <laughs> prove yeah, that you, this is yeah, not a Banksy. You can't prove that it's not. We have solved romance. Oh boy, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Always buy art and tell them <laughs> it could be a Banksy. It's a Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god, it was like th- I just remember it was so stressful. It was always like I'd always be an idiot and wait like the least amount of minutes I could to make the bus at South Station in Boston from like my dorm. And it would be like, all right, I got. It takes me 35 minutes to get there. I'm gonna leave 37 minutes before, and I'd be rushing mm-hmm. and then waiting for the train switch and just stressed out. And I have this fucking like, it was like a probably 24 by 36 piece of art that I am just yeah. carrying with me as I'm like with my backpack. And then I get on the bus and I have to like, there's no things above, so I, like it's literally taking up a right. seat in next to me. I, it's, it was a it was a disaster of me like getting this thing there. What did she say when you gave her? She liked it, <laughs> but it felt like it wasn't worth the amount of work. Like I literally could have just gotten to UMass, gone to a flower shop, and gotten her flowers, and it would have been like <laughs> fine. Right. But I was like, I'm thoughtful. Like yeah. this is so much 
And then I remember, I think we got in like a big fight over the weekend, but not, it was nothing that I that's like. that's like a birthday gift. Yeah, exactly. That's I, not a Valentine's Day And I don't think she gift. was mad, mad. Like, what did she get you? I don't think anything. Oh, so. well, there you go. <laughs> oh, no, she she got me some candy. I really like candy and yeah, I mean, still to this day. And okay. I think she just got me like some gummy bears or something. And she made a nice card for me. Wait a minute. So you got her a Banksy. Yeah, I got her a Banksy. And she got you candy? Yeah. I mean, okay. It could have been, I don't yeah. know, Banksy candy. You never right. know. Banksy made. Banksy could be doing anything at any time. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I do, because right around that time we started, that girlfriend, we had like a really good like six months together and then things started to go real bad real quick. And that mm. was my first like serious Why? relationship. Why did things go bad? Let me quiz uh, you on your podcast. This is like, this is a lot. It, it, it's a thing where... We, one, I don't think neither one of us knew how to navigate, like, a serious relationship. I definitely didn't. What does that mean? I just think it was, like, when things would come up, neither one of us would, like, know exactly how to deal with them. Like, if there was an issue, right? Mm -hmm. I certainly didn't know how to deal with it because I had never... There was, like, everything that I was in... She was two years older than me, so she had a little bit more relationship experience. Um, She was also dealing with some personal stuff that was then, like, leaking into our relationship. And that like just made things hard to deal with. This is like a very it's it's all vague because I don't want to get like too specific about certain things because I we don't talk anymore and I don't want to like throw totally throw her under That's the why bus. Why you do it? So I, don't I know. Have to do it. I know, and I don't <laughs> want to like put you on the spot either. But uh, <laughs> and I don't mind. I truly don't mind. It's like it's just she had some personal stuff she was dealing with, and as a result, I think things were getting more tense between us, and certain things were being like taken out on me that I had no control over. So, do, have you ever had a happy, like, did you ever, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Have I ever uh, experienced uh, happiness no, in a relationship? No, a happy Valentine's Day. Have you ever had a Valentine's um, Day that you, like, had fun at? I'm trying to think if, like, I was ever in a relationship when a Valentine's Day was happening. Because I haven't been in a lot of relationships. So, you're a, you're a spring-summer type of guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, if I get, <laughs> get into it in the spring. Well, it's getting to winter. <laughs> Time for us to call it quits. Yeah, like, this isn't working out. Uh, <laughs> but let's pick this up back in March. No, I'm trying let's to think. I remember the the last person that I was like, I think I was like experienced a Valentine's Day with that I can remember. I bought her. Again, it was like we barely had started dating. Yeah, sure. So it felt like a little too weird to be like, here's this romantic flowers and candy or whatever. And she really liked these... Um, <laughs> They were like lemon cookies, like cookies with like lemon filling in them. And I bought her three boxes of those. Sounds sounds terrible. (laughs) She really liked it. Like it was, she really appreciated. And we, again, we were dating maybe like less than a month, you know, barely dating where it felt like too weird to be that romantic where I was like, (laughs) I want to show you that I'm thinking about this, but I'm not going to like fully uh, make this a thing. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, now that I'm thinking about this, I don't think I've had like real relationships overlap on Valentine's I, Day. I'm so sorry that. Yeah, I, I we're here, here we are tonight. Just <laughs> I'm realizing a lot of things about myself. <laughs> <laughs> you really turned this on me. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, you can. I'm sorry. You can go back to asking me questions. No, no, no. Well, I think. I also, so I had this really early experience in my life of buying a gift for a person and it blowing up in my face. So sixth grade, I was in middle school 
and I got a girlfriend. We I asked her out on the sixth grade dance when God must have spent a little more time on you by NSYNC came sure. on. Sure, yeah. And we slow danced. And then we were dating the next Monday because that was like, that was it. We, it just was sixth grade and that's what happened. And we like, Wait a minute, you asked her out in sixth grade? Yeah, like you to dance. There, like, I asked her to dance. To dance. And then you were and dating. And then all of a sudden we were like, dating. Like, like I didn't have to have, like. Right. It's like when you, when you like sign into wireless at Starbucks and now you yes. start getting all their promotional, <laughs> like all their promotional material. Yeah, I was in. Like I just, and I wanted, we, I think we both wanted to date, but it was, so we had to, uh. The, our dating in sixth grade was we would meet each other at the lockers at the end of the school day and hold hands and walk to the bus. <laughs> like that was the dating. Like that right. was all we did. And if, uh, we d- if I did that with a girl like near my house within view of my parents, they would have murdered me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have. <laughs> well, that was it. I, so this is the big part of the story is uh, I did. We started dating and Christmas was in like two or three weeks. Again, a bad timing for me to start dating somebody because it was like, oh, we have to get each other a Christmas gift now. Mm. I'm in sixth grade, and I don't want to tell my parents about this. Like, I can't let them know that I'm dating somebody. I don't know what dating is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so she wanted the Charlie's Angel soundtrack uh, for Christmas. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's very specific. Yeah, that's what she wanted. Yeah. And because she suggested a CD to me, I felt like I had to suggest a CD back. <laughs> and I don't even, I think I suggested like Three Doors Down. Yes. I think that was what yeah. I suggested because I truly was like, uh, sure, CD for a yeah. CD. And I can't tell my parents, so I can't be like, hey, let's go to the store, the mall, and let me buy the CD. eBay had just started. Had Kryptonite come out yet? Crypt- was it was the yeah. CD with Kryptonite on it. Yeah. So it was that. That's it was taken that's, deep into my memories yeah. there. Yeah. And, uh, so I buy the CD off of eBay, and it shows up the day before we're supposed to exchange gifts, and the jewel case is shattered. It, like, shattered in the mail. And I don't know what to do because I'm like, I got to bring this to her tomorrow. Like, literally, if I brought it up with my parents. They would have been like, just get any other CD and switch out the jewel cases, and right. you'll be fine. But I was so panicked to bring it up with my parents. I gave her this, like, smashed jewel case CD, and I was like, here... And I could just tell she was just, it was, the CD was intact, but I was like, I fucked up. (laughs) And she gives me three doors down. And then uh, in the lunchroom that day, I'm all like bummed out. And I just hear this like screaming across the lunchroom. And this guy, Alex Rios, bought her this huge oversized stuffed teddy bear for Christmas. Alex, breaking broke. Knew we were dating. And uh, so then she... When we're sp- we, at the end of the day, when we're supposed to walk to the lockers together, she came up to me and she was like, hey, I'm dating Alex now. <laughs> 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 and then they walked off to the bus together. Yeah. And that was right. my first time ever giving a girl a gift. So I think that's kind of fucked up my like, <laughs> yeah. my, like ability to give again. gifts now. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder what Alex Rios is doing now. I don't know. I'm sure he's on Facebook Would and I can look it up. would be a great podcast guest. Yes, I'll get him on. Yeah, get, look be him like, up. this is revenge. I need to shame you yeah, on right. this. Oh, Come boy. to the Magnet Theater. Yes. <laughs> Let me shame we'll you. We'll do it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Sopan, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, this has been great. Yay. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you all for being here. is how we fight for something that's right love hurts is produced hosted and edited by brian berlin theme music by mickey hommel show art by caroline mallon you can find love hurts on apple podcasts stitcher 
Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.